today we celebrate none other than Father Bongani Patrick Lada. A very good afternoon to you, Bab. Yabo Nijani, this is Nazog and the listeners who are listening to Radio Veritas in Gitigini, saluting and Bingalela Nonke. Way, Sazi Saban in Tans, the Glul Sublanam Sanjibab. Well, I feel blessed to be invited to come and maybe give a testimony about my life as Patrick Noma Subungani Tlaja Mshambe. I don't know what to expect from this show, but I'll see as we go along our questions and so forth. Yeah, well, sure. just, just, just take it as it comes. Just take it as it comes. Um, it's basically a, a we are changing gears. All right, I'm Zwilin. How about number six? I'm saying six forward. See, Petu gear six. I'm saying six forward. Petu fast lane. Yeah, but we're singing a fast lane. Um, Father Bongani, tell us who is Father Patrick Ladla OMI? Well, Patrick Ladla. But I will say that uh, he is a sinner who is trying hard, or you can even say harder, to, to be a blessing to people he meets in life and to allow those people that I meet to evangelize me and to be blessing to me, you know, I believe the, in the reciprocal love that I give and I receive, you know. So, oh, Patrick Gladwell, not forgetting that he's a sinner, he's a sinner, but always uh, taking what God gives and, you know, everything that God has given me, I've tried my level best to, to use it, not for my own glory, but for the glory of God, I would say. Hmm. Now, Baba, your upbringing, where were you born? When were you born? Yeah. Uh, you would say, one, you would say, Black Forest, as we... As we call it, the Black Forest, the that's where Basaliba Pumagona, and Gizalai Alexander. I've spent my time, my life, Alexandra. You would say I was born and bred in Alexandra Township, corner Patlamaro, Sesha Otali. Why is Aganjalo? You know, Alexandra, corner Patlamaro, Sesha Otali. How much? Yes, yes. Or oh, Dark City, Dark hey. City. Those who know it, they will call it Dark City. Miss okay. Sabo, um, all the spoilers, them Somi gangs and so mm-hmm. forth. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Alexander. I was born in 1980. You know, see, see, late generation So, uh, you would say most of my time, Alexander, I mean, in between Alex, Nasenatali, you know, Beslogos Vagasha Kaya, and you know, eh. I've studied also Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also studied St. David's Marist Brothers mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of my high school life. That's where I matriculated at St. David's Marist Brothers. So, Sngashe City, we are London, Los Angeles. Isn't this Pumangamaka? 
problem about it but my father was was very traditionalist you know he brought us in such a way to be proud of who you are and maybe that's why that's how i've handled myself that's how i've presented myself even as st david's uh, i didn't want to change my tone per se you mm-hmm. know change okay. the, the way i speak you yeah, know but. i've always been a proud zulu you know but i must have very they are proud i've always been a proud zulu and go uh, environment in jenga st david's where you have eight black students mm-hmm. against the the whole other races uh, you seem to uh, get tangled or get swallowed you know but yeah i think obaba played a very important role in my life you know mm-hmm. uh, he was say that's my son <laughs> Now, Baba, then let's move on to tertiary education, Yako. What then happened after high school, Yako? Where did your father go after? You see, now during my high school life, tertiary among Zangiera, Kulu, tertiary, Y1, grade 11, St. David's already, they give you a job experience. Okay. Grade 11 already, grade 12, you continue with that. And straight after matric, you know, I was working already, and I continued with that. Now, any that I got busy with straight after school was I played soccer. Many people don't know that I, I played soccer. And I consider myself a very good player, soccer player. Uh, to the point that I think maybe this is from Ekaya Langzalakwana. Yeah. Many people Ekaya, they are sporty. I'm the only boy. Three sisters. I had three sisters. Oh, were they also involved in sports? Yeah. They, they, they were runners, you know. Okay. They, they are gifted with that. Even at school at St. David's, yes. I was, I was a, a specialist, grade 100, 1500, 3000. Mm-hmm. I think I can run with Kaspa. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, 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 yeah, I, I, I ran and now soccer wise, you know, Kulele Alexander, uh, many, many people will come ask me to play for their team. Omar always got uh, an invitation for me to come play soccer. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I mean, at the age of 11 or 12, I was already chosen as to go to School of Excellence. Mm. Now, School of Excellence are going on my own. You go there if the coaches or the scouts see Oguti. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've got this thing that they want. So, straight again after school, Nomsebenzi and Nomsebenzi in Gengayagu, Kusoka, Bengalagu. Super sport. This is a powerful by the end super sport. So Bangalaga reserve side is super sport. So that's basically what I did after uh, in my trick. You mm-hmm. know. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined in studio by Father Patrick Lala OMI. Please stay tuned to Radio Veritas. If you've just tuned in, please do not touch that dial. We'll be back with you just after the song. And that is the light, Gwage Wati. And now, coming back to what we were sharing earlier on, Father Laza, with regards to your interest in soccer, what then transpired afterwards? Well, I've, I've always played soccer, but then remember the school that I went to, St. David's? Back then, we didn't have soccer. It was either you played rugby uh, you played cricket, you know. I mean, what I did mostly at school was was running. As I've said, I've ran at school, uh, middle distances. I was also gifted running, sprinting, so I could do both. You know, I could mm-hmm. help there and then. But my field was 800, 1500, and even long distances, 3000. Now, back home after school, I would go to soccer practices and all that, but. Now, this thing of priesthood, I think in the back of my mind, it was always there. Mm-hmm. Even at school, at one stage, it manifested itself. Now, mm. you'll remember St. David's, as I've said, maybe for me being at St. David was a blessing in disguise. Yes. Maybe for me being at St. David, it was where I would be able to answer this call very well. Now, at St. David's, what we had, we had mass every Thursday. Mm-hmm. We had a priest, a Jesuit priest, who was there during my time, Father Bernard. Yes. Now, Father Bernard got very sick. Mm. As he got very sick, it meant that some of the masses he could not come, and they asked a visiting priest to come at yes. least every Thursday to say mass. Now I was asked to help in the sacristy. Okay. I think that was for me a turning point because it was now my job mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. help prepare the sacristy, to help the visiting priests that were coming then. I remember Father Michael Austin used to come and visit us. For me, that I think even some of the teachers who saw me doing that felt that I was called for for priesthood. Mm. I think I did that in grade 11 till grade 12 until uh, I finished matric. And, okay. and, and, you know, many, many, many people like school teachers, Father, you, you're so good with this. And, I mean, in my heart I was saying, I'm convinced I'm not going to be a priest. Mm. Uh, mm. I, I, I love soccer. I, I've got it. And let me go and explore. And and I did that. I did that. But then it happened. I went to a, what we call workshop. You know, this come and see workshop yes, where yes. you want to find if God is calling you. And I went there and I, I felt something that now maybe this is a life that God is calling me mm. to. I went to one. I went again. And I think... There I felt Uguti, Uncle Uncle might be calling me to this. And it was easier because now two people in the parishes, in, in the parish that I was, as yes. I was descending, they got in. That is Father Tabang Kadimeng and Father Bongama Chola. This is at St. Hubert's. Yeah, St. Alex. Hubert's, yes, Alexandra. Yes. And these two, in a way, gave me courage. You know, sometimes you... 
you're saying to yourself, no, man, hey, I, I can't do this. Not because God is not calling you, but because you feel that you are unworthy. You feel that the demands will be too high. Mm-hmm. You, you won't meet the demands. You feel that. And as I see these two getting in, and also as I see the, the motto of the school where I was at St. David's, the motto is Confrontate Estofer, which means take courage mm. and be a man. Mm. That for me made me make decisions in life that I wouldn't have made if I didn't live with that motto. Take courage and be a man. I, I know being a priest or going to religious life, it takes a lot of courage. Absolutely. It, it takes a lot of dedication. You know, when you, you are alone, when you no longer in the pressure of situation, all these things come back mm. to you. And all these things, if you had a good foundation, all these things play themselves along in your life, you know. Mm. So uh, that, I would say, it has helped me, the, the sickness and the passing on of Father Bennett, you mm. know, me helping there. It was yes. maybe God preparing me mm-hmm. or God trying to map out the direction for me that I needed to take. You know, when things happen in your life, you don't know where God is pointing you to. Indeed. indeed. And I think that's how I ended becoming a priest, you know. And also, I I had a friend in Pilo Kumalo yes. who was gunshot. Uh, next to me, he also used to tease me, you know, that, hey, you with Catholic things, you know, uh, you, you love God and Mary. You could not understand, you know. Yes. But then... He was shot while you were walking next to him, Father? Yeah, we, we, we were together. We were trying to run, you know. We were trying to run together. And, you know, he was ahead of me. I was at the back. We, we were running, but they, they shot him, you know. And I, I, I got, I don't know... Lucky that was it accidental or was it on purpose? No, it was. It was on purpose. You must remember, I, I'm from Alexandra. You know, I'm from Alexandra. This thing in Alexandra, they they do happen sometimes. They do mm. happen that maybe you've got teeth with some other people, and yeah, they, they do happen. Mm. So and that yes, at that moment, what what then happened to you? Yeah, you become devastated. You become lost in a way. But then you you remember people, things they were saying with you even when they were alive. Hey, you, you like uh, Catholicism. Maybe you're going to be a priest. Mm. And, you know, only when people have died, maybe it makes more sense. Or only when you've went from that stage, it makes more sense, you know. Yeah, this this also is a life changing moment for Absolutely. me. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, I say now why did that bullet maybe miss me and mm. went to him? You know, you you mm. just sit and you say you ask yourself questions, you, you reflect. Unreflected life is not worth living, Socrates said. So you, you need constantly to always reflect on how God is mapping or mapping your way for you mm. in your life. Sometimes it can be true tragedies that happens in life, but I believe that God always points you or directs you to something. Oh, indeed, yeah. indeed. So you never really fought with that decision of eventually 
going to become or rather to study for priesthood? It was it was a battle, Mahadi. It's, it's always a battle, you know. I mean, it took me five years straight after matric before I entered. Mm. I didn't go straight after matric, you know. Like, like there are people who like that. I mean, yes. straight after matric, they, they go to religious up. life. I mean, for me, it took me time. Five years. Am I right? Yes. No, no, four years, I think. Four years. Four years, I'm trying to think. Four years, four years. But that is a struggle. That is a struggle. You are fighting with this call. Should I enter or should not? Should I not enter? Mm-hmm. You know, you you're fighting. I mean, there are things that happened that maybe pointed me toward that uh, direction. But you say, no, this is not me. I mean, that is for holy people. <laughs> for holy people. <laughs> And yeah. we have a Catholic pride this afternoon, Father Bongani Patrick Lala OMI. Please do stay tuned. Do not touch the dial. You are tuned to the only Catholic radio station in Southern Africa.